educating your children abroad on today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by AWeber. Email is perfect for connecting your brand to your audience. Whether they make a purchase, read your blog, or meet you in person, email automation begins where the conversation left off. To see how AWeber can help your business and get your first month free, go to servenomaster.com backslash AWeber. Are you tired of dealing with your boss? Do you feel underpaid and underappreciated? If you want to make it online, fire your boss and start living your retirement dreams now. Then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Serve No Master Podcast, where you'll learn how to open new revenue streams and make money while you sleep. Presented live from a tropical island in the South Pacific by best-selling author, Jonathan Green. Now, here's your host. When I started traveling abroad, when I started traveling around the world, I didn't have any kids. So I never really thought about the international education situation. I didn't really think about how it educate my children. But now that I have a couple, I really started to look into things personally and be very proactive about how I'm going to educate my children. For most of us, most people in America, most people in the West, we do what we're told. We follow the pattern that's expected of us. We become office drones. We never imagine making more than an hourly wage. We never imagine being a boss. We never imagine taking controls of different parts of our destiny. We're trained to follow these patterns. We go into jobs that leave us less than satisfied and don't pay us what we're really worth. And most of us don't really think about education. We don't take it seriously. We put our children into education. We let the state do it. We say, oh, go to public school, everything will be fine. And we don't really have enough time, to be honest, to check on what our children are learning every day. As someone who worked in education, I taught in public schools as far back as when I was in college. I taught at some inner city high schools, and I really saw the experience. I've taught at high schools all around the world and all across the spectrum in America. I've taught at very expensive high schools and the scariest, most underfunded, terrible neighborhood high schools as well. I taught at a high school that no other teacher would teach at. One of the teachers quit, there was an opening, and even though I didn't have my teaching license yet, they gave me the opportunity because no one else wanted to do it. The school was in between the projects and a giant graveyard. And looking at the school, I could see why people felt so hopeless. I know what it's like to go to a school with no funding that's very dangerous. I definitely had students threaten to murder me. In the short time that I filled in the gap and taught at this school, I was the only white teacher at one of the schools I worked at for a while. I know this experience, and I've seen the good and the bad of our educational system in the West. And unfortunately... There's a, there's a lot you can really learn. I watched this amazing documentary, Waiting for Superman, one, trying to figure out why the American educational system is so terrible. And if you watch it, you can see the union, one of the most powerful unions in America, is the educational union. And they do everything they can to fight against teachers being punished or rewarded based on the quality of their work. This is why if a, ch- a teacher in New York hurts a child, it takes three years to fire them. They have teachers that sit in a room because they're not allowed to be near children getting paid because of their union for years. In Washington, D.C., they tried to change the system so they could pay some teachers three times as much money for doing a really good job, but just to have the ability to fire teachers that were terrible, teachers that would fall asleep during class, teachers that never showed up, teachers that hurt children. But the union doesn't care about any of that. And I'm sure there's other factors behind why public education in America is so bad. Now, most public education around the world is actually pretty bad. Some systems are better and some systems are worse. And in a few countries, they have really solid public school systems, but most of the places I've been around the world, it's terrible. Where I live now, I would never put my children in public school. 
nowhere in America would I want to put my children in public school because I've seen, having been a teacher, having been on the other side of the fence, having taught grammar school, high school, college level, and even postgraduate, I've taught an MBA and master's in marketing courses. I've been across the whole spectrum, and I can tell you I would never trust my children's lives in the hands of a stranger anymore. I lost my passion for teaching because of bureaucracy, and the same thing happens to every other teacher. Teachers have less and less power, less and less control of the classroom. You can't throw out a child who's disruptive anymore. In many public schools, if one child is terrible and the teacher says, you gotta go, you're hurting the other 39 children's education, the government, the state will come in and say, no, 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 everyone's education is equally valuable. You can't kick out that one student. And they end up making the one bad student, the one student who doesn't care, more valuable than the other 39. One bad student can destroy 39 other students. They did a study in a city, I think it was in Michigan or Maine, there's a city that has a very similar ethnic split to the rest of the United States, and they did a study to see why different ethnicities get different types of grades, and they discovered that different races treat each other differently based on their education. So there are groups of people who will push down their classmates for working too hard. And I saw this when I taught at inner city schools. Students would shout at each other, oh, you think you're better than me just because you know the answer? Oh, you think you're so good for doing the homework? And they'll beat each other up. So there are students who actively work to keep other students from doing well. There are many students, and I say millions and millions of children in America right now, actively stop other children from succeeding. They'll make fun of those children, they'll shout at those children, they'll beat up those children. Whether you come from a wealthy neighborhood or a bad neighborhood, you allow all these external influences in onto your children when you use the school system. Now, even if you're very wealthy and you decide, I'm going to put my children into this top-of-the-line daycare program in this very expensive school, your children are there eight hours a day. They spend more time at school than they do at home, which is why schools are so able to heavily influence your children into things you no longer believe in or things you don't agree with. If you pay attention to politics, you'll know they've begun changing history textbooks and changing the story. Whether you're on the right or the left, I don't care about your politics. And I hope you don't care about mine. Those don't matter. What matters is teachers can change what they're teaching your children and they don't tell you. There are certain schools that teach sex education to kindergartners. They think the first time a child should see pictures of sexual acts and hear about sexual activities is when they're six years old. There are other schools that don't think you should ever teach children anything about sexual safety. And they're both public schools. Like, how do you find the right answer? And whatever you believe in, it's you can't control what your children learn. And most of the time, by the time you realize your teacher has spent four weeks teaching something that goes against your politics, goes against your beliefs, goes against history, goes against science, goes against something you don't believe in and your children are being weird, it's too late. The cat's out of the bag. They've indoctrinated them into something you don't believe. And there are extensive studies showing, and there's a lot of research showing, that education more and more is shifting toward indoctrination in our culture. Children graduating now know less than children graduating 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. I was just reading a report about Sesame Street. When I was a child, Sesame Street taught you about reading, math, how to prepare you for grammar school and preschool. But now Sesame Street is much more focused on multiculturalism. Instead of learning your ABCs or counting, they want to teach you about holidays in other countries. Now, my feeling to reveal a little bit about me about multiculturalism is I don't care. The only purpose of school is to give my children the tools to survive in the real world and be financially successful. School's purpose is not to socialize my children, not to teach my children anything cultural. School's purpose is to teach my children math, science, history. The things that we need when we graduate, I've talked before and I talk in Master of the Book about how 
I wish in school they taught us about getting loans. I wish they taught us about finances. I wish they taught us how to repair things around the house. I wish they taught us more things that were useful. Now we're cutting programs that are valuable more and more and replacing them with things that do not affect your outcome when you graduate. They do not affect your financial destiny. And anything in school that doesn't affect my children's financial destiny, I consider a waste of their time. I do not appreciate anyone wasting someone else's time. And we do it more and more with our children. Teaching my children extensive pieces of history that are not relevant, I'm not interested in that as well. I know many parents who homeschool, because I've been looking a lot at homeschool materials lately, have a strong opinion on the evolution or intelligent design or religious creation of the universe debate. And as what most parents who are deciding whether to homeschool their kids that's where they hang their hat. That's the one issue that helps them decide whether or not to homeschool or where to put their kids in school. And I ask you this, does believing in evolution help anyone be more successful financially when they graduate? And the answer is no. It doesn't make a difference. There's no job where knowledge, understanding, or love of evolution will affect how much money you make. I write books for a living. I write books, I do training courses. Evolution doesn't affect my career. Whether I believe it or not, who cares? It doesn't affect now. Evolution is something that happened millions of years ago. It's irrelevant. Same thing with dinosaurs. I don't care if you believe in dinosaurs or not. It doesn't affect your career. So all of these things that parents are so obsessed about mean nothing to me. I don't care about evolution or intelligent design. I think teaching both in school is a waste of time because you're taking time that you could have spent teaching my children how to handle credit cards, how to get a house loan, how to repair a broken refrigerator, how to cook for themselves how to be healthy, how to play an instrument. Things that are valuable have been replaced with things and people care so much about it, it doesn't matter. It's a total waste of time. And the finance of education, every year right now in public school, the government spends around $10,000 a year per student in public school. And you wouldn't know it if you went, would you? Because if you pay the same $10,000 a year for private school, you could actually get your kid in a school that's 10 or 20 times better, which is why people are constantly fighting for waivers programs and other ways to spend that money. People want the government to pay for their kids, but to go to better schools or to have choices about where their children go to school. Because not all public schools are terrible, but maybe 90%. Certainly every public school that I've ever been to is pretty much terrible. Education costs are rising 5% a year. My children right now are very young, but the cost of their education will be two or three times what it would cost to educate me, what it costed when I went to private school. I went to a very expensive, very elite private school. I was very lucky. I grew up in a situation, my sister went to public school. My sister chose to go to a public school. And if you look at our two financial trajectories, you can see the difference in how our lives turned out. I make a lot more money than her. Now she may become successful. She's actually on the path to something really big right now. She's two years younger than me, but she's definitely hitting her stride at a slower pace. And you may say there's other factors. Maybe it's not public school. I don't know. I just know that I went to private school. She went to public school. And it's taken her a lot longer to hit the big money. For a private elementary school right now, and these numbers will go up, so if you watch this later down the line or you listen to this in the future, it'll be more, but right now it's $7,000 a year to educate your child in a private school, in grammar school, for elementary school. For high school, you're going to spend around thirteen. The high school I went to was $10,000 a year when I went to school. It started off at eight. By the time I graduated, it was $10,000 a year, and right now it's more than twenty. If I wanted to educate my son, who's very young right now, it would probably cost him thirty dollars to $40,000 a year to go to my high school because the prices are constantly rising, constantly going up every single year. On average, we spend $32,000 a year for college, 9.5,000 for in-state. It takes the average person, even with a 10-year setup on their student loans, it takes them 21 years to pay off those student loans. And if you simply follow the system, you follow the rules, you follow what you're told to do, you will pay too much money for an inferior education. You can go to college in other countries 
In the UK, they're always protesting college fees, which are about the, a third of what they are in the United States. It's insane. Canada, it costs half or less. If you send your children to a Canadian university, you'll save half your money. In Germany, university education's free. There's a lot to be said for teaching your children German. I got my master's in the United Kingdom in England. I paid the foreigner's rate. I paid way more than everyone else. And it still cost me about 20% of what it would cost to get my master's in the United States in half the time. It took me nine months instead of 24. A lot of people like to brag about the American educational system, but having been on both sides of it, I would say that I would never subject my children to it. Even if I lived in America, I would never put my kids in public school. I'd be looking at the costs. Now, let's really dig into what you care about the most, which is educating your kids abroad. And that comes down to making a decision to be responsible for your children's destiny. Most children get about two hours of productive time out of an eight-hour day in school. If you think about the amount of time they spend changing clothes for PE, changing back after PE, walking to and from classes. They spend about five or 10 minutes in the hall in between each class, don't they? And with eight classes, you know, you're talking 40 to 80 minutes of just walking in between classrooms. Now, at many grammar schools, the children stay in the room with one teacher all day, so they don't have as much walking around time. Think about lunchtime. Are they learning anything during lunchtime? If you homeschool your child, you can cover the same material in less than four hours that they get in an entire school day in eight. So my decision, the path I'm taking my children down, is that I will be in charge of their education now. I don't have time to personally teach them every single day. That's not something that I have chosen to do. But it's the first step on the path. I don't want other people in charge of their education. I know where I want my children to be when they're 18. I have a very specific list in mind of things I want them to be capable of doing and the situation I want my children in. I want my children at 18 to each speak a second language. I want my children at 18 to each play an instrument. And I want my children at 18 to each have online revenue streams and income large enough to support their lives so they can walk right out of my house and live wherever they want and I know they're financially secure. I don't want my children at 18 to go into college and start their lives with debt. Instead, I want my children to already have revenue streams. And every single thing that I'm teaching you throughout this podcast, throughout my books, throughout my blog posts, throughout my courses, those are the things that I'll be teaching my children once they turn around 12. Once they hit that age where they can begin to implement these things. Younger than 12, it's a little bit hard. They'll begin learning lots of internet things, but once they hit 12 and they can read and write, have enough focus to work on projects, they'll begin to start their own projects. They'll start working with me, just like I do with my interns, and they'll move into running their own stuff. I want my children at 18 to be completely and totally self-sufficient. And you should want the same thing for your children. To get your children along that path, to choose the educational system, it's not hard and it's not expensive. One of the programs that I'm looking at, and I'll post a link below this video as I always do, is just $20 a month. If you added a second kid, it's $15 for each additional kid. What's great about this program is it provides tons and tons of material and you can choose what your children are learning. Now, it's not accredited. So if your children decide they want to go to college, if you make that decision for college, you know I'm against college, but I want you to have that option, you have to apply as a homeschool student with no transcripts. You can send in the things your children learn. Your children will crush the SAT, will crush the SAT too. I crushed every standardized test before I went to college. Your children can dominate those things. You don't need anything you learn in school after the age of 14 will not appear on the SAT. The SAT is a test of everything you learn up until about the age of 14. So four extra years to prepare for it. Don't worry about any of that stuff. But if you want to go accredited, there are some options online that are accredited high schools. They're very expensive. I looked at one around $3,000 a year, and then I read a bunch of reviews, and basically it's terrible, but it's the most popular one. There are options like that. Instead, my plan is, and I'm already implementing this plan. I've already begun. My daughter does go to a private school here right now for $25 a month. She goes two hours a day. Just She's in preschool. 
But phase two, we're going to begin ordering, and there's some amazing homeschooling programs. So here's the system. To educate my children for less than it costs to go to public school in America, for less than it costs for one child to go to private school in America, I can educate 10 of my children here if I have 10. I don't know if I'll go that high. Very simply, I'm going to hire a foreign tutor. It's going to cost me $500 a month or less. Total cost of all education fees. One teacher, I can hire a foreigner who comes to my island, has a college degree, and just wants to surf all the time. Teach my children four hours a day. I will choose the curriculum, put together the material, make sure there's nothing in there that I don't like, and then send the teacher on the path. If you can choose the curriculum in advance, if you can check the books quickly in advance to make sure they're not teaching things that are historically or scientifically inaccurate, if they don't have a bunch of political agenda in the book, I just want knowledge. I don't care about politics. I think that's a waste. I only care about my children being able to read, do math well, have a solid understanding of the last 150 years of history. Those are the things that matter. Those are the things that affect your ability to operate in our world. And just four hours a day, I could buy educational materials once. I'm going to do a mix of physical stuff and computer stuff. The computer program, as I said, about $20 a month. The written materials are about $300, $350 a year to get a whole box of stuff that comes in the mail. And guess what? Each of my children could reuse the same stuff. It's not expensive. The challenge for homeschooling for most people is the cost of the materials and the time. I don't have to invest so much time because I can hire someone for very cheap here. The advantage of being abroad is that you have the ability to control your children's education. Just like I talked about in our health abroad lesson, you have to actively take responsibility for your children's education. And it really comes down to how much you care. Many parents tell me, oh, I don't have time to think about it. I'm so busy thinking about it. Following my path changes that. I see other parents here who just put their kids in the local public school. And I went and visited. I thought there'd been an accident. It looks, there's a hole in the wall of the school. It looks, looks torn down. I couldn't believe, I thought, oh, they tore it down, they're building a new one. And they said, no, this is the new one. I would never subject my children to an inferior education because I'm lazier, because I want to spend all my time surfing, which a lot of people here do. I have every intention of my children being very successful. I want my children to know how to build their own businesses, how to understand finance, how to repair things in their home, to understand economics on a small scale and a large scale level, how to understand how taxes work, how their passports make a difference. When they have the right skills, they can accomplish anything. Most children graduate high school, they can read like an eight-year-old, they can do basic math, and that's it. They can't really do a lot of things. They can't operate a cash register. Go into a McDonald's and look over at the other side of the cash register and you'll see it's no longer numbers. It's a picture of each item on the menu. Part of this is because much of their staff, English is their second language, but don't believe that for a second. Before the shift of McDonald's workers to foreigners, they made that shift with the cash register. Back when all the people worked those registers when I was in high school was when they shifted them. And guess what? It's because most people can't do math and many people can't read. Have you ever noticed they started with those cash registers that once the person enters everything, the coins fall out of the machine directly into the little cup in front of you? Those cash registers are there for the same reason because people don't have to do change. Now, my girlfriend cannot make change. She completely doesn't have that ability because the country we live in, they don't teach math in high school. It's not her fault. How can you blame someone if they don't teach it at all? Why would you put your children in a system where they don't teach any math? Math is so important. Math controls, as much as I hate math, math completely controls my entire business. When I pay for an ad and then I see how much money I made from sales of what I rent my ad to, that tells me if I should continue to buy more ads. It tells me if I'm profitable. You have to be able to do that. And especially with some of my programs, the spend information is immediate, but the sales information doesn't show up for three or four days. So you have a constantly moving target. It requires a lot of math. You can educate your system any, you can educate your children anywhere in the world following any system you want. But I recommend you take 
control of your children's education. You make the decision to prepare them for life. If you want your children to go to college, you have to follow a certain curriculum. You have to teach them a certain set of things so that they can get into college. They have to say, oh, you have to know this category, that category, that category. You then go to college and you graduate with this degree and you realize almost 90% of what you learned along the way is worthless. It doesn't help you with a career. I can tell you that having been through the entire system on both sides, being highly educated, being in the top 1% of educated people with my master's, I don't use it at all. It's waste. It's a total waste of time. So much of what you learn in school, so much of the time I spent learning Latin doesn't come up anymore. How many children do you know in America take a foreign language throughout grammar school and high school and they graduate, they can't speak a word of it to someone? What a waste. What's the point? If you learn something and then you forget it when you graduate or you don't use it for your career, then I consider that a waste of time. I'm a very simple guy. My philosophy is I want my children's time used efficiently and I only believe education is there to provide them with knowledge, skills, and tools to be financially successful in life. I don't care about any other metric. I don't care if my children are very politically savvy. I don't care if my children have a deep understanding of college sports. I don't care if my children understand evolution in a way that I never will. Any of those things don't matter to me because they don't affect my children's ability to provide for themselves. I hope, as we all hope, that I'll be around forever. I watched a movie last night, and it was a movie about fighters. You know, I like action movies sometimes. They did this remake of the movie Kickboxer, which was Jean-Claude Van Damme's first movie. Well, his first movie was Bloodsport, but they made a remake of Kickboxer, and I was watching it, and then I went to IMDb to look at the trivia because I, I enjoy the trivia, I'm going to be honest with you. And one of the guys, it says, this is his last movie. And I, the guy was shredded. I mean, so ripped. And he was a famous actor. Well, like a famous actor for being a martial arts guy. He was a stuntman for a lot of famous actors. He's a stuntman in a lot of movies that you've seen. Totally ripped, in amazing shape. He died of a heart attack at 42. And I said, this is insane. i got to see what's going on here. He's only a few years older than me. He's in much better shape than me. How could someone have a heart attack at 42? Guess what? He had a heart condition that was genetic, and it caught him in his sleep. 42 years old. You're not always going to be there for your children. I want to be with my children. I want to live until I'm 100, but I can't guarantee that. So I want to put in place as many tools, resources, and techniques, all the things they need to take care of themselves when I'm not here. I would like my children to be able to take over my entire business if something happens to me. So they can continue to run things, continue to support the family without having to take a job that runs way, way less. For most parents, right, something happens to you when you're 40, your kids are in high school, they drop out, they have to take a high school paying job. If you teach your children what I'm teaching you, they can take over your job and your child at 16 can immediately take over your revenue streams and make enough money to keep your family safe. That's what I want for you. That's what I want for your children. It's completely possible and completely doable to successfully educate your children abroad. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Serve No Master. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll be back tomorrow with more tips and tactics on how to escape that rat race. Head over to servenomaster.com forward slash podcasts now for your chance to win a free copy of Jonathan's bestseller, Serve No Master. All you have to do is leave a five-star review of this podcast. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Serve No Master podcast. Email your questions to podcast at servenomaster.com and your question with my answer might appear in the next episode.